This is Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast, a podcast about, you guessed it, nonprofit fundraising. This isn't the first podcast about it, but definitely not like any others you've listened to. This is a podcast for fundraisers by fundraisers. No boring charts or the same stale best practices you've heard for years. No ideas that only work in theory here. No concepts from people who aren't in the same trenches as you are every single day. Each week, you'll get practical strategies and tips to craft messages that engage donors and raise more money. This isn't smoke and mirrors. Everything has been pressure tested in the real world. Plus, you can start using them as soon as the episode ends. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Thomas and Steve Thomas. Hello. Welcome to Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast. This is episode 15, Ask a Raise. Not ask away. This is not our first mailbag column. (laughs) Still working on that. Just ask a raise. I'm your host, Ryan Thomas, Vice President at Onecity. And I'm Steve Thomas, CEO and one of the founding partners of Onecity. And you know, if you do this work, if you fundraise, that this work doesn't stop. And we uh, would have conversations and talk fundraising ideas, strategies. Did you see this? Did you did you look at that? Oh, we ought to try. We ought to try that sometime. What were they thinking? And we wouldn't be in the office. We'd be at a friend's house or at a barbecue or at a family event. And uh, turns out, not everybody's as interested in fundraising. No, not not everybody's as interested in that. And you kind of get ostracized and all of a sudden you, you show back up and you're at a, a table off in a corner <laughs> by yourself. So we just so took, we took we, yeah, we took that table that they stuck us in a corner. We put a mic, we could put a couple mic stands on it and here we are. So we, we just started the podcast realizing we already had one. And if you were paying close attention through that rambling intro, you may have noticed that we share a last name. Ideally, now you get the title of the podcast. Maybe you don't, and that's fine as long as you hit subscribe. We don't really care if you get the bit and give a give a five star review. I give a five star review. Or four and a half. Yeah, yeah. That's good. North of three and a half, we'll take. That's that's really what we're looking for. Okay, above average. Yeah, I would say that's about eighty percent. Yeah, that's good. And we both work at Onecity, and we are uh, fundraising and marketing for nonprofits, and that's what we're focused on. That's what gets us out of bed and been around well over a decade yeah that's usually your you line keep saying just barely over a decade and it's like dude it was, those, those yeah, I gotta, I, weren't yeah i gotta give years. gotta give credit yeah we're gonna Come do on. a separate counter for how long i've been here which is like coming seven, up which is coming up on a decade but we're not quite there yet like seven minutes see how see that's how it works is the the deck the time you spend on it you think about those as bigger years yeah. than the time that went before you Isn't that okay funny? that's like a dog ear thing yeah anyway we both work at Onecity, O-N-E-I-C-I-T-Y dot com. Uh, get close and Google will help you. However, when you email us and send us your question at podcast at com, you need to get that exactly right. Uh, the email servers and satellites actually care how close you get. No kidding. Any questions, any feedback? Um, you know, yeah, uh, we get it. Nobody liked you at barbecues. Uh, or, hey, you guys ought to talk about this. Stop talking about ask arrays, and I really got to know about this. Would love to know Would that. love to know that. Yeah. Or trying to solve this problem. Whatever it is, feedback, good or bad. Yeah. Uh, we've, I've been told we have to take bad feedback as well. We do. And send that to podcast at Winicity. We'll grow. 
Yeah. It, Safe place. Yeah. Trust tree. But wherever you're listening to us, give us your five-star review. Four and a half, three and a half, fine. But give us a review uh, and a three and a half and above star rating, and that helps us in the algorithm and get in front of people. Yeah. It's a free way for them to give back. That's right. And we will validate your choice to do so. Absolutely. And then not come around and ask you for a second gift. <laughs> yeah, one review is enough. We're yeah, not gonna that's ask right. For, yeah, yeah, we're not going to ask for a second yeah. one. One review. That's all we're asking for. Is that's all we're one asking good for. good review. So we can finish this podcast episode <laughs> on Firm Financial Foundation. <laughs> Oh, that reference is back. Uh, that's last. Was that last? I week? think that yeah, was last week. week. Yeah, agreed. But first, our first segment we try to do regularly is mail call, taking a real life example of something we've encountered in the digital space or in email, and breaking it down from a fundraising perspective pretty quickly. I'll go first because uh, mine is pretty interesting. Disney Plus. We'll be the judge of that. Well, yeah. Okay. If you disagree, send <laughs> podcast at com. I saw an email or it was one email from Disney Plus, the, hmm. the big streamer. Right. When you were a young kid, so you are all over that Disney Plus. I am Plus all thing. over okay. Disney Plus. Right. However, I'm also all over Disney Plus because that's where you can find the Mandalorian and all your Star Wars good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But there was an email from them introducing a feature that they have called Group Watch. Oh, that is so much fun. I don't know anybody to watch with, but... I, I don't either. But it's a feature where you and at least one other person, I think up to four or five people at different... I was going to say houses, but I guess theoretically you do it through your house. Different screens can all watch the same thing at the same time. Are you seeing other people on screen or No, you okay. the only time you you see is if someone pauses. Oh. So someone can pause it and it'll say, you know, Ashley paused the episode. Okay. And then I I'm not sure how it works. I haven't really used it, but the email was was wanting me to use it and using the Mandalorian season two coming up as a way to kind of entice you to do that. But what got my attention is they had two calls to action buttons or two call to action buttons side by side. Yeah. And not for the same thing. Oh, interesting. And one, if you've gotten emails from them, one of the ways they teach your brain, I kind of don't like it because it gets into a pattern, but their call to action buttons are almost always a standard blue, whatever their Pantone is that they use with reversed out white text for whatever the call to action they want you to do is. But the one next to it was a black background, reverse out white text, but a thin border around the oval of the button mm. in Disney plus kind of uses a gradient as their color. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of goes from, teal to blue mm -hmm. and that gradient was the border of the button one button said start streaming the primary was start streaming so just go straight to it right the second one this ghost button said try group watch oh. so they're trying and they both went at least when i clicked later they both took me to the mandalorian okay 
I believe what they're trying to do, and I would love to know which one got the clicks. They're trying two ways to get me into the app. Yeah. Even if at this exact moment, I mean, the odds of somebody reading it and be like, oh, me and three friends were just about to start. Okay, (laughs) I can use group watch right now. Nobody can use group watch in this moment. Exactly. But if they can get me into their app right now, that keeps Disney Plus uh, top of mind for me and keeps them an app that I will uh, renew next month or not. You know, I'll make sure it doesn't lapse. And okay, maybe you're not into the Mandalorian or you want to let it stack up, but maybe you've got to see how this new feature works. Does it work as well as they say, okay, I just got to click. Let me see how it, how it goes, what buttons or screens I run into. And when I'm in the app, I'm still top of mind. They got what they wanted. So interesting. Yeah. Normally anybody will tell you best practice is have one call to action. And if you're going to have two calls to action, they need to be the same thing. You just have buttons at different parts of your email. So to have two right next to each other, I, I was riveted worth a try. Yeah. So give it a try. So what's yours? So I have to say, we don't, and in a previous episode, we, we revealed we don't rehearse this, which I'll just say. I think in our first episode, <laughs> we revealed we don't rehearse these. Just, just observation, right? So uh, mine's a video thing, too, video streaming thing, but it's Netflix. Um, oh, this is, we're, we're duking it out. So, okay. So uh, this Sunday, I watched the French Grand Prix. And what's the name? And what's the name of the what's the name of the of the of the track that that was this, this? at the Circuit de yeah. Paul Ricard? There you go. Very nice. Yeah, I was trying to do it, Paul Richard, and I knew it was wrong. <laughs> so, uh, my French is rusty. So, uh, I'm uh, because of you, I am into Formula One, and and I am not a European rich dude. Okay. Which is what neither I, of us are European rich dudes. Okay, but my check po- my bona fides. <laughs> my point is. I never thought I would find that interesting, hmm. but the gateway drug into Formula One is Drive to Survive, yeah. a Netflix uh, reality show where they did three seasons of... Or they have. They have. And it's an yeah, ongoing yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that they're basically embedded with a couple of teams at, at various points. And they don't assume you know anything about Formula One, but they're not concentrating on the cars specifically and the racing and how fast and all, you know, what kind of tires they drove on. It's the personalities and the people. Storylines. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's, it's like, that guy never talks to the media. This guy, oh, he's a nice guy. What did he, why did he get fired? What was the, oh, he shouldn't have said that. I mean, it's, it's like in you know, another it, day at the office. It's phenomenal. And... If you're listening or watching this thinking, okay, this is dumb. I don't care about cars. I don't care about cars. Not at all. I kept getting it showing up in my Netflix as a suggestion. I added it because I thought, eh, okay, I don't hate that. And I started it and finished season one and season two in a weekend. (laughs) And then, or I finished season one in a weekend, and then season two came out a couple months later, finished that in a weekend, and 
it was something my wife could watch with me kind of halfway. So I could, I could really grind through it cause I didn't need alone time. And I was telling you, Hey, and I went uh, a long time ignoring yep, your suggestion, which I, I didn't even take offense because this doesn't make any sense. But once at all. I watched it, uh, I, and it was, I, I it, just said, give me, give it four episodes and I, then I, bounce out if you can. And so that was my tread. I, I, I watched that on the treadmill. So I was kind of trapped on the treadmill watching that. But then I got interested. I couldn't pronounce half the names. I, I was totally an outsider. Mm-hmm. What's fascinating is then Sunday morning, I'm up early to watch the French Grand Prix. Because it's not exactly working out for U.S. time. No, they're 8 o'clock. Yeah. If you're lucky, it's 8 o'clock. Yeah. Anyway, Every bottom couple. line. So here's here's the lesson because I, I, I don't know. So far on the analytics, we don't have a lot of Grand Prix. Uh, Grand Prix or Formula we haven't seen a lot of overlap teams that are that are following us because we've been looking. We'd like to get on a car. Yeah, that'd be nice. if you've got a sponsorship <laughs> opportunity, the, podcast at onecity dot com yeah, as a Patreon kind of a thing, right? Yeah. So anyway, here's the trick: the what worked for them was behind the scenes. They they pulled back the curtain. I'm suddenly a fan, not suddenly a fan. I'm a fan because they did the hard work of revealing. What goes on behind the scenes? So back to uh, leader voice, back to several of the different things we've touched on at, at various points. The more you allow someone behind the scenes, allowing them to know what goes into what you do, the more they will engage. You're not going to get many donors on a direct one-to-one ROI if you talk about what goes on, uh, say you're a rescue mission in the kitchen, or if you're a, a, um, an animal rescue place, uh, what, what goes into shipping the animals to various places or how you get, how you get, a, uh, people to foster kittens or what are, you know, sloths. No. We've talked about sloths. <laughs> Sloth fostering is not an easy thing to find. You it's know, not recruit. cheap either. But, but anyway, so the more you can reveal that and the place to do it, you're probably not going to get a series on Netflix immediately. So use social media, that whole, what, okay. Facebook and the talk. And, TikTok you know, is a great all those way places. to pull back get, the curtain. Get people back uh, behind the scenes, back door, give them access to what you do, why you do reveal personalities and people will begin to engage because it's not what they're expecting from people who are fundraising and doing cause stuff. Yeah, okay. that's really good. Drive to survive. If we get enough patrons, we're going to have a, a sub, we're going to have a separate vertical, a spinoff. We're going to talk F1. F1. Yeah. Oh. Cause that was a great race. It was really good. All about the tires. It is always about early, the tires. Early pit stops. Early pit stops. Two I, stop. I can't I, believe I know this yeah, stuff. Right? It okay. Just, it just becomes so, so weird. Yeah. So there you go. Next segment uh, is not car related or Netflix related. You haven't seen mine. Well, no. I'm. I just. I. You don't usually do two in a row. It's something you should be doing if you're not already, which harkens back to our payoff in some of our posts and in the intro of. You can use things from this episode pretty immediately. And you should definitely finish listening to the episode. But as soon as we're done, you can put this into practice. So you can go first. Okay. Um, Find, assuming you're not in a one-person shop. Okay. 
So if you've got multiple okay. people in, in, in the nonprofit that you serve, locate the person who has been there the least amount of time, who has the, who has zero seniority. Who's the last one in the door. Last one in the door. And then that, fire them. That, no, gosh, no. That, That's something you should be doing. You're not already. <laughs> yeah. So the, we're looking for the intern. We're looking for, uh, someone who's just hired. And, and what, a, the, the part that occurred to me was, um, uh, I, I was on the phone with somebody who, who was, um, weirdly enough, kind of checking out to see if we might be a good fit to, uh, to serve them. And we were just, you know, kind of doing the, the, the stuff you chat about and we got through the, the call. And then I said, Hey, you got this thing on your website. I, I, cause I had done my, my due diligence your, ahead yeah, of the course. time. Yeah. I could learn about them. And so I was like, I don't understand what this is about. And the, the person I was talking to is brand new in her job. And oh. she said, I've been telling people, nobody knows what that is. Oh my goodness. And she said, she said, but the CEO, he thinks everybody understands what that's about. And so curse of the insider, curse of the insider, but the easy way around that. Now you have to understand you're going to wade through probably a lot of stuff. That's not helpful from someone who's brand new, because often someone who's brand new doesn't understand enough to be really helpful. I'm, because as the old guy, I'm just got to say sometimes that's not helpful. But if you can get, if you can get one insight that that just helps you with the curse of the insider, that that is back to you know you can't read the label on the jar you're in before someone has been in the jar a long time in your organization, get them to tell you what they see, what language they don't understand, what are some of the problems. And you can also apply this to inter the rest of your internal. Why do we do it this way? Exactly. Why is this process exactly. this way? Empower your people to ask questions, but also we tell them, ask all the questions, you know, evaluate our processes when you're new. But if we tell you, we just got to do it that way, don't keep poking. Yeah. If Steve says we got to do it that way, then just, just fold up. Eh, more if Chris says that. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Mine does carry on a theme. Well. So... Mine is even if you are a one-person shop, okay, good. You can do this because you probably have a friend. Hopefully, if so, not, it's sad. if not, uh, email <laughs> podcast at Winnicity. We'll, we'll <laughs> help you out. Be we'll, we'll be your friend. We'll help you out. <laughs> the same person shouldn't be proofing or oh. doing quality control oh, on yeah. your emails or anything. Yeah, as who writes it. Yeah. Reason, and that is so hard when you're all by yourself. Yep. Or when you're small. Yeah. Reason yeah. being, our brain knows the intention. If, if I wrote this and I'm rereading it and I'm proofing it before it hits in boxes, <laughs> my brain knows what I wanted that to say. And to save time, it just fills it in for me. And I look at that. Yep. 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 Oh, wow. I spelled everything correctly. This is awesome. Send three, four spelling errors you or need clippy to pop up and go. Yeah, it looks like you're yeah. trying to send an email. <laughs> Would you like some help with that? But where we've always known that. And we all, we routinely kind of structure things to make sure we're always in that boat to where we, we have different people doing that. But the HBO max email, uh, got my attention and oh yeah, you're not an HBO max or uh, subscriber. No, so on Thursday evening, uh, I was up in my wife's office and she 
had her phone and says, look at this email. And it was an email from HBO Max that said the subject line was, uh, I think, integration test. Oh, I read about this. And the, you know, the body, it, by the time you're listening to this, you know about the HBO Max email, but it's a, the body it's like at one line, the body <laughs> said, this is the template we'll use when we're integrating with <laughs> other content. And that was the entire email that went out to maybe the, thousands the, 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 hundreds of thousands, whoever subscribes to HBO Max got that email. <laughs> I read about that. And I had her save it. Because as a reminder to us, uh, and later this week, I'm sending it to our team, just to remind that even the biggest companies with the biggest budgets, more people to throw at any task. That was the one they blamed on the intern too, right? But it sounds like, and I I haven't followed it as closely because again, I, after Thursday, I went down the, the F1 rabbit hole for the weekend. It didn't sound like they tossed them out to dry and no. they just said the intern did it yeah but then, then they're that like hey it's mean okay fodder i mean they just they rolled with it and everybody responded saying hey dear intern i did this <laughs> and here's what i did but if you had someone else looking at that email before it went they'd have caught that y- y- yeah somebody but, punched the button yeah there's there's that. a lot going on there but i love that don't have the same person review and create Disney Plus would never do that. No, they wouldn't, especially not with Group Watch. They, they probably use that Group Watch <laughs> as a way to edit the emails. Let's, okay, everybody use Group Watch. Let's review. We're going to group QC. Let's, yeah, let's, we're going to review the uh, the October email number three. <laughs> we're, we're pitching Boba Fett. Okay. All together now. Well, we need to find another Boba Fett. That photo is not so good. All right. So we are, we, we become very exclusive because it's all Mandalorian and... Formula One. Yeah, when you put it that way, we seem kind of hoity-toity, but Actually, we're, we're really out, not that way at we're all. Just, we're just out of touch. <laughs> yeah, we're, we just really go deep on the few things that we're into. Small lives. Okay, sorry. When you meet us, if you meet us, you'll you'll realize we're not... Ex- we're exactly that way. Yeah. Do you know the word bougie? I do. Okay. Because we're not bougie. I've never seen anybody use until you're the first person to I've I've seen. Ding ding. I've never had anybody use it before. I because it's one of those you know you know one of my things is to try to not appear as out of touch as I yeah you want to be. I can't be hip. I can just not be out of touch. There's a big difference. I'll never be hip. Okay. Come on, but I can at least be slightly not out of touch. Yeah. True. Yeah, and I like that you set the bar. I've thought about it. I have thought about this. Okay. Yeah, you put a lot of thought into yeah. it. Another thing you should put thoughts into, Here we that's go. a segue. So, so you say. Is ask a raise. And on previous episodes, I'm not going to get the numbers right, so I'm not going to try. We've talked about asking. And we know, you know, and we know, and we've talked about it, matters how you ask donors to give. But does it also matter what you actually ask that donor for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Ron Burgundy. Is <laughs> that a real question? Is it to me? Yeah. I, I, does it matter what we ask for? If we, if we craft an awesome ask yeah. to Mr. Donor, are we done? Doesn't matter how we, does it matter what we're asking for? So, yeah. So, uh, 
let, let's, let's first say, there is a separation between, we talked scaffolding uh, in previous uh, episodes about how you construct the, the, the message of the ask. Here's um, There's problem, the problem solution, solution, how you can participate. Yeah. Here's the bad thing that happens if you don't participate. Consequences if, if, if this doesn't happen. Outside of that is the, if you've done that right, the donor is leaning forward saying, oh my goodness, how do I help with that? What do I do? Okay. The meme of here, take my money. Yeah, exactly. And so the, the opportunity there is it, it, it is a, is the call to action. Part of the call to action is give now click, right? Yep. Uh, back to your earlier try group watch yeah yeah it's like it's like give us a group um so so one of the things that that has been tested through time and this is one of those real things not an urban legend in this business is that if you allow people to to just in a in a in a vacuum no guidance um and people just pick their what they're going to give like how much yeah, how much they're going to thank you. How much they're going to give, that can be all over the map. You will not get a consensus. Some people will give in, in incredibly generous amounts. Other people will give the three bucks they think you need. And in both cases, both might love you. Exactly, exactly. And so, to the principle of uh, in direct response, you always want to to make it clear to a donor how to act. And you always make it clear to a donor what you want them to do. And so one of the proven principles that just really does work is to suggest, uh, uh, and this is where it gets kind of crass and uncomfortable for some people, is you, you, you can suggest a dollar amount. Here's what you might consider giving. And it is really powerful if you can anchor that dollar amount to something the donor can understand or for instance if it and we're gonna we're probably gonna hear from people who are sloth rescue people because we keep going to sloths but i that's, i hope we do so I, we can help them that <laughs> let's, let's get together <laughs> but it, it'll be a slow roll i'll just yeah <laughs> oh, okay, okay that was good so that was good. um uh let's just let's just do that because that keeps us out of the arena of anything specific is it's just say you know in sloth rescue it cost us $42 a sloth to to rescue them get their nails trimmed their tongues pinked up and put them back into to a, a sloth home 42 bucks all that all that all rolled up would you consider providing a month of sloth care for $42 or 42.50 or whatever it is more there's some there's some interesting uh, behavior around specificity where mm-hmm. sometimes it really does appear that the more specific and, and, and down to the penny you can calculate this, there does seem to be some, some indications that donors gravitate to that. Even if they don't actually use those numbers, that specificity rings true as a very, wow, that must be very concrete, very clear. goes back to the... Well, they can't make that up yeah, exactly. because it's too specific. Exactly, and and we're we're trying to to ring every bell, use every lever to influence the behavior. 
not not to uh, uh, trick, manipulate, connive. Trick, yeah, none of those kind of things, but to influence. We're, we're looking to influence and guide a donor's decision. And so uh, that can make a significant difference. We've tested, we've done a lot of different things to, to validate that. And it just, it, it, it seems that, and it makes sense to me, that, that donors respond to that. And then that allows you to say, and Sarah, anchor point is the 40 to 50. I've already forgotten what the dollar amount that was. Works. Um, then, then you can, you can say, um, uh, you, would you give one, one night, would you, or month, <laughs> I made that up, but I can't remember which I did. Or, or would you do for two at mm-hmm. $83? Um, how, however, that those that calculation works, and so you can give people a range. And to your question, ask array is one of the terms we use and others use of the presentation to a donor, typically in direct mail or in email. Sometimes mm-hmm. on a micro uh, a landing page yep. or a microsite. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on a straight up giving page uh, to to give them some options to uh, make the decision based on. Um, how moved they are, their financial position, what they're willing to give. It just allows them to be able to kind of choose for themselves. And we want to guide, because back to your point, what we do not want to do is just say, all right, here you go. Yeah. Give us some money. Yeah. And in, in guiding that decision and action, having some suggestions, even if one of your what the donor is going to give isn't one of those suggestions. It helps. It helps make sure that they they do all they can. That's really not a good way to no, word I, that. Yeah, I, I would I would say all that the, they have a feeling, a, a, an impression. Um, they have the conviction of what they're doing. So, for yeah. instance, yeah, yeah, yeah. I drop a hundred dollars in. And I have none of this ask array around it. I got no concept of what that hundred dollars meant to you. Well, you're a million dollar organization. I give you a hundred bucks. I, you know, that probably just going to leak out. Somewhere. But if I was asking for 50, 75, a hundred and two fifty, well then my hundred dollars, I know based on your ask array, well, you're going to be pretty happy that's about that. That's in, that's, yeah. that's towards and, the top of what and you want. you told me that's two nights of sloth care. Yeah. Oh, well, I know how to, well, okay, yeah, I'd like, I'd feel good about that. Do I get the names of the sloths? You know, I mean. Uh, no, they probably uh, get emailed too. Yeah, yeah, Billy and Bobby. So then then you, that specificity helps anchor in the donor's mind. Because remember, we're taking something that is so tangible to the organization, to the ministry, to the nonprofit, and we're talking to a donor who may have never seen your location, may have, may have no idea where you actually are, may have no interface with the, the people or the cause or the change you're making in the world. And so we're constantly having to drive this down to reality for the donor. Mm-hmm. That this is real. Now, it's not that they think you're making it up. It's just that their encounter with it is not as concrete as as you in the organization. That that concreteness is automatic to you. It is not to the donor. So this no. is just another way, along with um, um, uh, stories that have details, the the stuff on stickiness that we we did a few early on in this in the podcast, and we'll, we'll go back to it because it's such a great topic. But these are all ways that build a, a, a conviction that this is this is. Uh, 
I'm trying to avoid saying real because that makes it sound like it's fake, but it's real to the donor. It, it, mm-hmm. it is concrete. It is clear. It is tangible. And that whatever, whatever, uh, um, I'll just say price point, the dollar amount you give, that gets that helps a, a donor understand, wow, this, yeah, okay, I got it. It's in my head. I know how much a night there costs or yeah. how much it takes to rescue a sloth or whatever it is. And let's talk placement. Oh, yeah, that's going to get so. All right, all right, so let's back up one and say, so you talk about, because you put me on the spot here. That's great. So there, there is some diff, we, we have, we see through testing, because, yep. I mean, good grief, we test everything. Um, uh, I'll just say for, for can I say folks at home? Because that's what the people on the radio used yeah, to say. Yeah, for sure. Folks so, at home. So for yeah. the folks at home, you know, uh, uh, this, this crowd at Winnicity, when we are together, it, this is the group who will, who will, who will A-B test food and menu choices and server actions. I mean, this, this crowd oh, tests yeah. everything. It's, it's really great fun. But uh, we have tested and, and, and pretty much determined that there's a difference between how this, these ask amounts in an ask array. So an ask amount is the dollar amount you show. The ask array is how you show it, right? Is that the way the you array mean? literally... It's an array of, of different acts. I'm showing the spread here, you know. Boop, it's, boop. Yeah. So um, uh, there's the, a difference between mm-hmm. print and digital. Lots of differences. But in this case, okay. uh, as you referred to, down to the penny works in direct mail, both as the offer. So your $42.50 to provide you know, a month of sloth care is awesome in both channels, right? Donors of both channels, or actually there aren't digital donors and direct mail donors, donors reading and experiencing both channels enjoy seeing that they're, they are compelled by that specificity where the difference occurs is when you get down to the actual ask array where you have the different dollar amounts for a donor to choose from, right? In direct mail, you've gone usually down to the bottom of your letter it may be a response device that's elsewhere in your envelope. In email or digital, it's a separate part of the page. It's a donation page. Somewhere there's a form where you want them to hand over their credit card number. And in that section, we've tested this a lot. And other people have tested it. It's not just us. Don't just take our word for it. But we're right. We are. Rounded amounts, meaning, uh, taking your example... Fifty bucks would be kind of uh, the core offer I would do in the sloth sloth corpse uh, donation page. Mm-hmm. Not forty two fifty, not multiples of that. So I do fifty, eighty, one twenty five. Round, very very round numbers, and and not round in the mathematical sense. Oh, true. Thank but you. non no decimals. Yeah. Not um, out to the penny the way we would typically calculate yep. in direct mail or, or analog world. They're to the dollar. Yeah. And usually zero or five. Yeah. And another difference, and we're just going to, we're going to go back and forth in how you lay them out. Where do you put these things on the table? In what order uh, do yeah. you put everything in digital? The best way, again, we've tested it. Other people have tested is small medium, large in that order, right? Either left to right 
top to bottom. Yep. However, that's the visual presentation. Correct. 25 to the left or 25 up top, 200 all the way to the right, 200 down at the bottom. Yeah. Gotcha. But X, Y axis. Not getting into that. <laughs> but in direct mail. Ep- episode seven, we had a X, Y axis moment. Okay. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I just made that up. No one's going to go back. That's true. Nobody goes. I'm not even going to do that. So I'm going to volley back to you in direct mail. Mm-hmm. Do you do the same thing? Oh, well, that's interesting because uh, we, we, have, we have determined, again, through testing, that while it'd be logical to do low, medium, high... Uh, as far as the amount. Correct. That, Left to right, yeah, up to down. Yep. Right. Uh, it, it, the one that more people pick than not is whatever is in the middle. And that isn't just in the nonprofit oh, no, direct it, response space. That's picking at the grocery store. There's social science. Next time you're the, the cereal aisle, about that. look at the bottom yeah. <laughs> row, the bottom shelf of the cereal the aisle, top. the top shelf, and then look at the center shelf. Yeah. And look at the price points of everything. It's not just eye placement. There's something that happens in our brain. And I don't know why it works differently in digital, except in either. our experience it does. It, okay. So just saying that. So, uh, um, and it could be the way digital is processed in our brains, but that's another podcast. So, um, so whatever you would really want someone to choose, mm-hmm. put it in the middle. So the way that works is you might do say a uh, hundred on the left. And let's assume we want the high. Yeah. Let's just say we want, yeah. we want all their money. Okay. Well, uh, okay. It's so crass Sometimes we act that. benevolent, let's just but say it's best for the sloths. If we, if people, we save more. as many of them as we can. Exactly. Okay. So all let's right. just say that. So let's say our ask array is a hundred, 150 and 75. You can lead with 75, put your big one in the middle and whatever is the remainder on the end. And brains do something interesting where they they gravitate to the middle as the middle amount, even if they know it's mm-hmm. not. This happens over and over and over again. Um, so uh, you can trust me or not, uh, but that's, that's you just You can Google. Google I mean, it. it. Yeah. Uh, so... so uh, and then email us when you feel bad for Googling and, and doubting. Yeah, here we go. I, I repent. I was, you were right. The other thing you can, the other thing that is interesting is limit. You do not want to give seven choices. Correct. Because there is another phenomenon called paralysis of, of choice where the more choices you give, the more time people think about it and the less likely they will do anything. Hmm. So in direct mail, what's the magic number? Three. Three and three and a dollar sign blank. We're going to talk about dollar sign yeah, blank. Okay. In a minute. I'm just, okay. I'm just saying. Oh, and that's still three. One of my options is dollar sign blank, which means I have four options. But technically, of, of the pre-selected choices, there are three. Which means I'm right. Correct. Okay. And there's a middle. Okay. In digital, uh, that we've we've only done one of one test of these, but it was pretty conclusive. Um, the Sweet spot in amounts, uh, both in a drop down where you click a field to then get all your amounts and you move your mouse or your thumb and you choose one, or if you've got different buttons corresponding to a dollar amount, five is the magic number. 
This blows my mind. However, I don't know this, but my theory is that both of those have a middle. Oh, that, that makes sense. Even though in digital, you're not picking a middle. It has a middle. There I, is a middle. I Cause, think. Because when you think about the, how a five as patterned pentagon mm-hmm. list, yep. I mean, twos and twos and one. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Now, um, we had a client who had a very complicated offer for a little campaign and ended up with seven <sighs> in one point. And that didn't do well. Nobody listens to me. And it had the year before when we didn't do seven. So, you know, this would not pass the Lancet or uh, New England Medical Journal, but Journal of Medicine. But seven is too much. Five, five is enough. Five's plenty. Five, and five's a lot. I always, I always kind of get the whole, oh, that's too many when I see those. But yeah. test, uh, don't, do, to, don't do less than three. Don't do more than five. Well, how about do this? Three or five and make sure there's always a middle. Yeah. Or test it for yourself. Yeah. And then podcast. See what works for you. Uh, Yeah, let us know. No, send that one to podcasting at oneicity.com. Because we don't actually have a podcast. We don't have that one set up. (laughs) We're going to get a bounce back. So let's talk about dollar sign blank. Okay. So dollar sign blank is actually where you put a dollar sign. Literally what you're saying. And you, you say... You donor fill that in, uh, either literally or in a digital format. You type it in, whatever your credit card will hold, that kind of thing. So here's how that here's how that is used quite effectively. Yes, we we frequently, maybe maybe often, sometimes nearly always, will give in direct mail the ask array of three choices and dollar sign blank to mm-hmm. always allow somebody if, if, if those amounts are way out of range, either low or high, cause mm-hmm. it can work both ways. The donor can just can opt with it. We also want them to have freedom. Don't yeah. want this to be a bad experience. The other place is at some point, and, and this is not something I can do on a podcast, but at some point with, with, uh, large donors, major donors, donors of, who are giving in, in fairly significant amounts. And again, that's based in the donor and the organization, what that is. We will give within the, in the, um, in the, in the scaffolding or in, in the, the, the fundraising impact, uh, the, the, the pitch, if you will, We've given how much the various components are, so they're able to do the math and that. But when it comes down to the response device or for the, the give button and that kind of information, we allow that donor who, is, who can give it a significant dollar amount, we just allow them to pick that number because mm-hmm. we don't want to be calculating too much on uh, at that upper end. We just want them to pick, and that lets them write lots of ones and zeros in that. The second place that works, <coughs> excuse me, I don't have the cough button over on my end. You gotta give me a uh, signal, okay. I can do it. The, uh, cough. Um, is, is sometimes with where you're going after lapsed donors and you're trying to reactivate a donor who's been lapsed for a significant amount of time, you, don't, you nearly don't care what they give. You just want them to give again so they come back in. You get the chance to They get that to warm validate. glow feeling exactly. again. Exactly. So often it is effective to give them a dollar sign blank and just let them pick their amount. Or move their array down. Exactly. That's another option. Yeah. Yeah. So do we talk about where those dollar amounts come from? Yeah. Okay. Go or ahead. just make them up. 
Yeah, just out of the air. <laughs> so, reach. ooh, there's a dollar. Ooh, so, there's one. Um, ideally, you have data associated with that donor's giving history. And that could be a database, yeah. or that could be an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, however you do that. We, we, that's another thing we're going to talk about at some point is, is donor data. But uh, So you, you can calculate that off, off um, two kinds of three-letter abbreviations, SLG or MRG. Slig or MIG. Yeah. Merg. Yeah. <laughs> so right. single, single largest, largest gift. Which is literally the single largest gift that donor has given. Yeah. And however far, either all time or in your reporting period. Yeah, you do. You can do ranges, or and then and then most recent gift, which is again shock shocker. It's, it's their exactly most their, recent gift. They dollar amount with their most, and you use that to calculate how much you are, you're going to ask. But, so, but wait a minute. So single largest gift and most recent gift are both one dollar amount. But how do I? Yeah, but you. But get, I got to have three. You calculate above and below it. And you calculate it around it, your sloth night cost or whatever increment you're using, and you use that as your your basis to calculate. So, say you're 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 the the okay. So let's the talk one, about the one we're targeting. Yeah. Whichever one let's it is, go. is 125. So here's the way it works: is if you t- is if you is if you calculate off single largest gift, you will get more larger gifts, but you probably will get a few less total gifts. In other words, the dollar amounts will always be a little higher, but less gifts overall. But you'll get less gifts overall. Makes Most sense. recent gift, you're going to get more gifts, but they're going to typically be a little less high. And so otherwise known as low. Oh, well, true. <laughs> okay, yeah, that did work out that way, didn't it? <laughs> okay. Well, smarty pants. Technical term. You finish that up. I don't, you know, I clearly You, you take that number and you decide, yeah. do we want to go 80%. Exactly. Uh, 100% of that, 125. Okay, get those numbers. Now round to the nearest 4250 yep. of my sloth. Yep. And boom, toss a dollar sign blink on it. You got an ask around. So here, so because we don't know who's listening, right? Uh-huh. And we don't know their situation exactly. So here's what to do. If this makes no sense to you whatsoever, and it's like, I, I, how, do, how would you ever do that? Here's what you do is you calculate as if um, you don't worry about single largest or most recent. You just calculate off of what your dollar amounts are for whatever you're asking the mm-hmm. donor to participate in. If you are an organization that, when you got, you got donor database, not only do you have a donor database, you have people who manage it. You got people that they're like, yeah, I can do uh, MRG and SLG. I can do any of that. You know, no problem. Then begin to play with your, the ask array. Look at what you typically do and, and nudge it up 5% or 10%, whatever Mm -hmm. makes sense all across the board. And then look for results of how donors are responding. So, you know, wherever you find yourself, whether this is a, a, a little mind-boggling to talk, uh, most recent gift, or it's like, duh, it, there's a place for you to tinker with ask arrays that will, that will change the game, not only for your dollars, but here's the magical part, is donors respond well when you ask in a logical range that fits them. 
It is not just about you and not just about your budget and making the CFO happy. Donors appreciate the fact that you ask them for a dollar amount that not only makes sense to you in the ask, but makes sense to them in their behavior. And they will respond. They are never going to ask say, thank you so oh, much for so, asking oh, the right amount. I wasn't going to give. But, you but asked, because you yeah, asked in a but, way that was... But they will respond because it fits them. Without knowing it. Oh, yeah. And again, the, going to... Uh, we want to keep them feeling, not thinking. And going quick, not having friction. Yeah. If it feels good if it feels comfortable if it fits in their brain they're just moving down the track exactly and in digital you come up with those numbers because again you can't do it by donor uh usually unless you have a really custom complicated coding on your site and you can track people the best way is to take your most common gift numbers either Direct mail or digital. Ideally, you know what came in in digital and what came in direct mail. But if not, just take your most common gift numbers and those are your ask array and pick three. Watch it for a few days and tinker with them because in digital, you can tinker really quickly and find your numbers. It's the strategy, the science, the data, the ideas behind everything works regardless of how many tools and how many databases and, you know, all of the stuff you've got. Find out how it fits you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah. If we were CrossFitters, we'd say that's, this is, you you have to scale it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, this is RX. This is scaled. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't make sense. That's another thing to Google. Yeah. And this was a, I was going to say a deep dive. It really wasn't a deep dive. We go a lot deeper we got to know and, more about, about the yeah, this si- is someone's deep, situation. Right. Go deep. And it, it may seem, may seem dry. We're not talking about something terribly funny or feeling, but very engaging. Okay. Well, yeah, cause we're making it engaging, but after what you're saying, after your ask, this is in the second tier of things to pay attention to makes a difference. And that's, that's why we spent an entire, episode on this is because if you make a great ask, you've got the donor uh, fry from Futurama saying, here, take my money. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't know how much money if you don't to guide give him, you, yeah. if, you don't, if you don't guide him, it's not going to work. Yeah. And, and, and understand there are people listening to this podcast who are going, well, duh. And if you're not one of those people with the duh about mm-hmm. ask a raise, you need to play into this arena now. Jump in. Mm-hmm. You, the Chinese proverb, best day to plant a tree was 30 years ago. The next best day is today. Oh, wow. So if you haven't already done it, plant don't a tree. worry about it. Just do it today. Yeah. Move along. Our next segment, closing the door in Ask Race. You might say this is our dollar sign blank segment. Ooh. Is on your radar. Came out of you and me passing articles posts, random things back and forth and making sure, hey, yeah, this was interesting. This ought to be on your radar. What do you think? Yeah. In the order of alternation, I should go first, yeah. but you're going to go first because mine, mine's really good. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go I'm quick. Just call, I'm just calling my shot. Yeah. You and Babe Ruth. Okay, yep. 
So uh, I'm going to go with, because I know you have this book too, yep. Uh, yep. but I'm just going to get ahead of you. You're, uh, uh, you're not going to get Project Hail Mary again. No, I, you, yeah, that was so awful. Um, uh, this The book is called Think Again by Adam Grant, and it is a really uh, easily accessible, fascinating book. Um, uh, the subtitle is The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know. Hmm. So one of the things that the first chapter convinces me of is um, the, the, the first instinct fallacy. And so many guys my age, yeah. we've learned to trust our instincts. We believe we know how this works. And he makes this beautiful case. This is in the prologue. He makes this beautiful case for how the very act of, of always trusting your instincts can lead you in very bad places. And the fact that, that if you cannot revise your first instinct or revise what you know to be true on an ongoing basis from, from empirical evidence, you will fail significantly. And so, um, uh, think again, Adam Grant, done. My turn. Okay. And yours is awesome. I yeah. can tell. And because you even you even moved your yeah well I don't you, I don't want you to, I, I don't want ahead. yeah I, I don't want you to read that in less than a minute. Tell me about placebos and the placebo effect. Oh, placebos are the idea that, that um, the the brain, the body, our our personhood is is powerful enough that if we think we're taking medicine, uh, it can be a sugar pill and actually uh, uh, cure, mitigate, relieve uh, pain, problems, illnesses, just based on the perception that we think it's real or we think it's, a, it's medicine. How did I do? Well, you got it wrong. Oh, man. So that used to be what we knew about placebos. So well, that stinks. A man, a researcher had been trying to treat and cure IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, right, for years, and he was frustrated. And he knew placebos work. Yep. I mean, we all know that. It's, you know that. It, yeah. It's been proven. It's, it's amazing what placebos will do. But what's frustrating him is that that's not a solution because a placebo can never be used as a medical practice because of the deception. Oh! And so... He decided, he just kept reading, and he was reading pre-briefings that studies do with people. And Where they say, here's what the study is about, here's, here's what you're... Is double blind, you know, you're all either, stuff. Yeah, you're either going to get the sugar pill or you're going to yep. get the real one. And he noticed a lot of people say something to the effect of, well, I'm nervous about getting the placebo because if I feel better, what does that mean about my condition? Did I, did I make this all up? Am, oh, is this is it all psychosomatic? Head? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And then they have all this guilt and shame and anxiety about going into a study that is going to help them probably. <laughs> oh, so he decided, wait, I'll just remove that anxiety and tell people up front. Oh, you're getting the sugar pill. You're getting the sugar pill. And it works. So, he, oh, 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 wait, wait. He, he did it. Wait. Okay. So, uh, he says, you're getting the sugar pill. Mm -hmm. You're not getting the real medicine. He says, here's your placebo. 
Do they know what it means when it yeah. says placebo? He did a, it's a, it's the clinical double blind. Wow. It's a Vox article. I'll send it to you. Google Vox, V-O-X, placebo. It'll pop up. Okay. And if you're watching on video, cause we'll be live on video. Yeah, we'll be live on video. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll put, put the in. link. It, his, his theory is, or, and I want to give everything away cause it's a fascinating read. How did I miss that? Is if a placebo makes you better, who is it cares? A, is it a placebo? No, it's, it's, it's like, it's like there's a, if yeah, a pill it's, falls it's, in a it's Schrodinger's yeah. placebo. But <laughs> his thing is if a placebo makes you better, why do you care if it was psychosomatic oh, yeah, you don't. or whatever? Yeah, you don't. So it's not, I'll just, I will just say, cause we're getting into medical stuff. We're, we're not doctors. We're not doctors. This guy doesn't Seek seem like own. he's he's to the point of saying, "Look, we're we're getting rid of big pharma. We're just going to do sugar pills, and everybody's <laughs> going to be fine." <laughs> However, I was fascinated by two things. One, something I thought was you know down to Newton's laws of science. Yeah, that I, agreed. I thought I knew exactly how this worked. He's proven in a clinical double-blind study. How many that, people were in the study? Was it? I mean, not like more than seven. Kind of. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. statistically. Okay. Wow. It's been wow. peer reviewed and oh wow, Mike. Okay, and so even if it's not always going to be, just to be able to get that proven in a in a a gold star study that is is accurate and legitimate, even to do that one time, I just I'm enthralled. Okay, as fascinating as this is, does this have anything to do with what we do for a living? Yeah. So your your okay. fundraising does not have a placebo. <laughs> No. Uh, question everything. Oh, so yeah. you will have people in your organization who it will, will tell you say, the way it's supposed to be. And, yeah. and you may have somebody yeah. who says, nope, in direct mail, we've always done low, medium, high as our ask array. And that's just what we do. Well, we if, you, if, yeah. if you want to test it, test it. Yeah, if they don't have a good reason besides, well, that's just how we do it. Tell them about the, pl- give them a sugar pill, give them a sugar pill. <laughs> and then they're, they're just like, Oh, that is such <laughs> a great so idea. Cool. Question everything. Something like the placebo effect that has even made it into common lexicon. Oh yeah. We that's... use that as a term. Oh yeah. Could be changing. Okay. That's very so anything cool. in your fundraising camp in your wing could change. Okay. Yeah. You were right. You did. You, I feel bad. I just brought that book. The guy I read, worked I, on it a long time. I'd book. saved it, and you I, I it? finally, I finally started reading the article yesterday. I was like, "Oh, I got it. I at <laughs> this least, is gonna be good." I've got other things to do for the podcast tomorrow, <laughs> but I don't have to do my on my radar because I got this one done. Well done. I, I like that. I got I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on little. Do a little detail on that. That's, that's, yeah, fun. that's great. Excellent. Well, this was episode 15, not your father's fundraising podcast. I'm. Ryan Thomas. And I'm Steve Thomas. Send us your questions, your comments, any placebo feedback <laughs> we will take to podcast at oneisty.com. Wherever you're listening to us right now, give us Just do at least a nice. three and a half. Do, do something nice. You'll feel better. Give yeah. us either four stars, five stars, or three and a half stars. Yeah. Up to <gasps> you. Or star blank. Star blank? Oh, don't do star Jeez. blank because that would be zero. Don't yeah. do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that one. Okay. On our next episode, we're going to talk about how fundraising on QVC can have a big impact on your next fiscal oh, year. Buy this today. Yeah. I like it. I'm Ryan. I'm Steve. Thanks for listening. Thank you. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Tune back in next week for another fresh episode of Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast.